Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do with Status Post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting fam. This is Sammy and Michelle. And you're listening to the 24th episode of Status Post Adulting, where we're going to be talking about our sisterhood. But first, let me check in with my co-host, Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing well, Sammy. And I do want to say happy birthday to our dad. Happy birthday, Pachi. One thing I really appreciate now that I've been home for a little bit is that both our parents, and especially my dad, do have a healthy curiosity when it comes to learning new things and understanding new things. I realize that potentially I have taken in a lot of information without question. It does create an interesting dialogue between us. Personally, I think all of you guys question everything too much. And that's why you guys are all conspiracy theorists. Anyway, (laughs) my example was the other day. I've been making tea for the family like a good child. And my dad liked one of the teas and he's like, what tea is this? And I told him, oh, it's Earl Grey. And so he asked me, what's Earl Grey? And I was like, um, it's, uh, I think it's like bergamot. And he's like, hmm. And then he goes, what's bergamot? And I was like, uh, I think it's like, like a citrusy taste. And he was like, okay, is that how you say it? Bergamot? And I was like, you know what? Let's Google this because I'm starting to realize that I'm on some shaky legs right now. And it turns out I was pretty right, but I definitely realized in that moment how much I've just internalized a lot of details that I have no idea where I actually caught them from. Personally, I don't notice a lot of fruity notes in Earl Grey. Yeah, Sammy, as you know, doesn't have taste and smell fully yet. And so we made the mistake of letting her make tea one day. And uh, it was very clear that she couldn't taste (laughs) because she put like a pound of tea in and it was not good. I kept adding and adding until I could taste. And to be honest, even by the end, I couldn't really taste it still. (laughs) That's how you get out of responsibilities. But I appreciate the efforts, my sister. Speaking of sisters, today's episode is about our sisterhood. Shout out to our listener, Chandi, who suggested this topic, taking a deeper look at me and Sammy's relationship. As Michelle said, the people have been asking. People have been asking a lot of questions about our sisterhood. And given that it is the foundation for our podcast, we figured we would go a little bit into what being sisters is like. Sammy and I do get a lot of questions throughout our life about us whether we're twins, etc. And so this seemed like a good time to address the people. Exactly, Michelle. And a question we often get is, were you guys always close? Yes. Next question. Answer yes. We were always close. It was a snowy day in December. I, Michelle, was born into a friendship that would last a lifetime. It's true. We do kind of feel like we were soulmates who in this lifetime get to be sisters, which is pretty special. I agree, Sammy. And uh, our unique bond has definitely set a really strong foundation for the rest of our lives, which I'm really grateful for. I like to call us Irish twin flames, but Sammy doesn't like that. We are not twin flames. Twin flames are two people who are very similar. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. (laughs) Me and Michelle are very different, actually. As we've talked about on other episodes, Michelle is a rebel. I'm an upholder. I'm a super morning person. She's an evening person. I'm pretty structured with everything that I do, and Michelle's more laid back. 
One of the craziest differences between us, Sammy, is that we listen to different music. Like, we'll listen to sometimes the same genres, but we listen to different songs. We both like rap, <laughs> but we don't listen to the same rap songs. We both like country, but we don't listen to the same country songs. We both like Megan Thee Stallion, but we like different Megan Thee Stallion songs. I guess neither of us listen to metal. Actually, I do like metal, too. Not all, but some. What? Like Avenged Sevenfold? What are you talking about? Is Metallica considered metal? Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> even know you. I'm always surprised at how we choose different songs to listen to. And I, you. Michelle listens to all these, like, obnoxiously cheerful songs, but with a lot of treble, like, they just sound like ear pollution to me. That's not true. It is true. Sammy listens to very sad songs. Melancholia, okay? And I enjoy the quality of the music. It's so sad. (laughs) I feel like I'm a cheerful person, but I love these songs. They're so good. When it comes to those like Spotify lists at the end of the year, we'll like try to guess each other's top songs. And I never know what your top songs are. Like you listen to way more James Blunt than I ever realized. God, I love James Blunt. The other day I tricked Michelle into playing November Rain in the car. (laughs) She's like, oh my God, it's not done. (laughs) It's like eight minutes long. It's 11 minutes long. When we see each other's playlists, we literally don't even know each other. I just assume you're sitting in your car listening to Maluma's Hawaii all day. Oftentimes I do. I love Maluma. Agua de Jamaica. Check it out. So yeah, that's another difference between the two of us. The differences go on and on. But we don't see these as things that bring us apart. They're rather things that make us closer together. Absolutely, Sammy. People often think that we're so close because we're so similar to each other, but really we're very complementary. And we work really hard to understand our differences so that we can have a relationship that continues to get better every day. Where do you think that comes from, Sammy? Well, I do remember when we were younger, our parents put this responsibility on me to always take care of you, even though they are very good parents and there's really no reason for me to take care of you. Did they put this responsibility on you or did you imagine this? I do put a lot of responsibilities on myself that nobody asked me to do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I always felt very protective of you. But then at the same time, like you are my little person, like my little baby. At the same time, Growing up with parents who are immigrants to this country definitely makes us closer because we're growing up in this world where we have two cultures and we also have to learn the American culture. Our parents don't really know anything about it. So both of us are navigating these two worlds together. And it's something that I do see that we often did together when we were younger. So true, Sammy. When it comes to things like clothes, music, I remember when you figured out how to put makeup on for the first time. We didn't have things like YouTube or the internet for a while. And so I think from a young age, we would work with each other to figure out and identify where we fit in these two worlds. Exactly, Michelle. Our parents are very much like, who needs makeup when you have a big brain? (laughs) Our parents were like, who needs girl shoes when you can wear boy shoes? (laughs) I particularly remember that we would watch TV together and we would analyze all the characters. It's funny because we were so used to being together. Like we were literally one person that even if you weren't in the room, oftentimes I wouldn't register that and I would be talking to you about the characters. And then I'd only like look over maybe 30 seconds in and be like, oh, she's not here. (laughs) And I remember both of us did that a lot. But we really would, like, whether it was with our friends, people on television, or, you know, anyone we encountered, we would really analyze their behavior. And I think that made us very interested in other people, but also we eventually learned to behave in a way that other people would like. 
I think siblings in general make the other sibling into someone that's not going to be hated by society. <laughs> they smack the annoying out of you. <laughs> it's true. I think when you have a sibling, you have somebody in your life that is much more blunt with you when it comes to the things that you do that are like maybe social faux pas. Like they're like, that's annoying or you can't talk over people or shut up. <laughs> but maybe, maybe less rudely. Yes, maybe more rudely. Whereas your parents see through rose-colored glasses, your siblings are very much aware of your annoying little habits. Eventually, we started getting the subscription to Psychology Today. I'm not sure how it happened, but it really took our analysis of people to another level. Yeah, all of a sudden, we were these little kids who were like, I think so-and-so's a sociopath. <laughs> of course, everyone became a sociopath. Speaking of sociopaths, Sammy, people do often ask us if we fight each other. <laughs> we do fight. 1000%. Do you have siblings? Of course we fight. But I will say one thing that's different about our fights is we do not come from an underlying place of hate or resentment for the other person. I think no matter what, we always have a lot of respect for each other. I would agree with that, Sammy. Sometimes it's a bad mood, but a lot of times we fight because we're clashing because we are trying to figure something out. And for me, I can be so non-confrontational with everybody else in my life. It's actually so helpful that I can just be honest with you and that we can just hash things out to work through whatever we need to work through. When we started this podcast, we spent so much time working through a lot of not just the topics, but our personal issues that sometimes we fight even when planning the podcast. It really helps both of us get to a place of a little bit more enlightenment in whatever topic that we're talking about. Exactly, Michelle. Like we said, we have two different personalities and we approach the podcast in different ways. That leads to fights, but then those fights lead to an actual better way of approaching the podcast, which incorporates both of our different styles. If you listen to Status Post Adulting, you probably know we drop Kardashian references all the time, which ironically, neither of us actually watch the show. We don't really watch television in general. We watch a lot of clips, I guess. But I think the reason that we always reference them is because when it comes to the Kardashians, that's, I think, one of the people on TV that we really see a sisterhood that we can fully relate to. Yes. Like, they get upset with each other. Recall Kim and Courtney's total smackdown. But they, at the end of the day, their sisterhood always brings them back together. And I think having that foundational bond as sisters makes them much less reliant on outside bonds as well. Even though they enjoy them, at the end of the day, they have a super close bond with each other. I agree, though, Sammy. When I see them fight, it makes so much sense to me because I'm like, yeah, you got to hash it out as sisters. But I think from an outside perspective, that can seem kind of crazy sometimes. But I think that's definitely a helpful reference point in terms of what I think of when I think about siblings fighting. Even though we fight a lot, Michelle, one thing I would say is we're not competitive with each other. I agree with that. And I honestly think the reason we're not competitive with each other is because we see each other as one being. Yes, Amy, I feel whenever you have success in life, whenever things go well for you, I feel so proud of you. And I feel like, oh, like we're coming up. I don't really feel any sort of jealousy. Sometimes I think, oh, wow, if Sammy can do that, I can do that as well. Exactly, Michelle. I think generally my feeling is we're both doing better because of whatever accomplishment or whatever is going on. And if something bad happens to you, definitely I only see it as something bad, not something like, oh, haha, schadenfreude. 
The only person that can successfully pit us against each other is our parents, specifically our mother, when she wants us to fight for her love. But we are pretty good, I would say, Sammy, at eventually recognizing her tricks. We might fall for it initially. And then once we realize that she's trying to pit us against each other, we reunite and we'll point out what she's doing to herself. It's usually in a pretty wholesome way, like when she complains one of us isn't doing the dishes, but the other one is. But still, we see you, mom. We are not falling for it. We know your games. And we love you. And we also love you. I love you more. Both of us love you equally. Like any relationship, Michelle, our relationship with each other becomes stronger every day because we make a solid effort to foster our relationship. 100%, Sammy. I think like all good couples. Sister couples. I think like all good sister couples or couples in general, and something we always try to share on this podcast is understanding different people and understanding how different people think helps so much in terms of approaching other people in the world and building and fostering good relationships. And for me and Sammy, one of the ways we do that best is with each other. We also goal set together. We have our quarterly state of the union where we get together, we plan out our future separately, but also, you know, seeing how that overlaps, seeing how our goals align, and then also helping each other reach each other's goals. One step further, Sammy, I think as siblings, we talk a lot too about our parents and what their future looks like. I feel like it's not talked enough in society, but a lot of times we will at least lightly strategize how we see the future with our parents and taking care of them. Exactly, Michelle. No matter what happens to you as far as getting partnered, your sibling is the one that you'll have to arrange things like who's going to take care of your parents' health, if there's anything financially to take care of, how are you guys going to manage that? So I think it's important that you do still have a close bond with your sibling and try to work that out as best as possible. We learn so much from each other too. It helps that you read like 100 books a year now because you know specifically which ones I will enjoy and often make good recommendations. Sometimes you force me to listen to your podcast out loud, which I hate, (laughs) but I do like when you make recommendations and a lot of times that gives us another thing we can talk about and learn more about. Exactly, Michelle. Michelle will often send me podcasts to listen to and I always listen to them because she knows what I'll like. And most importantly... Michelle and I communicate a lot with each other. We are often not in the same place, even though right now we are. We have lived apart for many years. It's hard on our soul, but we communicate very frequently. We work through our problems together. We text, we call. We make an effort to maintain our bond. And of course, each person cannot do this with every single friend that they have. But I think we all have that one person that we go to. And for me, that person is you, Michelle. I love you, Sammy. Same. I love you too. Any favorite memories? You know, one thing I remember is, as we were saying, we've lived apart. But I think the hardest time living apart was when I first moved to college. Because until that time, we had always been together. And I remember we were dancing in my room in front of the mirror. A common thing we did in the day. And we were dancing to Uncle Cracker and we were singing along. And then all of a sudden we were laughing and then we looked at each other and we started crying our eyes out. Because, you know, we realized that we were going to be separated and we realized we were not going to be able to have this same relationship, at least for some time, which was true. We, you know, we did spend a lot of time away from each other after that. Little did we know, Sam, at that point that eventually we would live together again. But it would be way after both of us graduated college and after you graduated PA school. But now our souls are reunited. 
And we are on this podcast with you guys. Let us know if you have any thoughts or you have any questions for us. You can find us at Status Post Adulting on Instagram. You can email us, statuspostadulting at gmail.com. And if you ever have any issues finding our show notes on the podcast platform that you're listening, I have started uploading them to statuspostadulting.com. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and rethink the status quo. 